Welcome to Journey U West, the podcast for people on a path. I'm Monica Sanford, U West's campus culture officer, and I'll be talking to students about the three defining values that make University of the West such a special school character, compassion, and community. Being at the university, um, I want to say it helped me. Um, I feel really comfortable here. I feel like if I have an idea, if I have something to say, I could just bring it up to any of the staff and I know I'm going to be heard. You can make an impact. Yes, That's definitely. That's pretty cool. Can you say that? I can make an impact. So. Thank you. <laughs> just no. sitting right there. Yeah. Not trying to put words in your mouth. <laughs> Journey U West is brought to you by the Frederick P. Lenz Foundation for American Buddhism. The Lenz Foundation seeks to inspire the emergence of an enlightened American society through philanthropy that supports community, collaboration, and a capacity for living and working mindfully in the world. Journey U West is podcast from University of the West in Rosemead, California, just 10 minutes outside downtown Los Angeles. University of the West offers accredited bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees in six academic fields, including psychology, business, liberal arts, and religion. Find out more at www.uwest.edu. Part of the mission of University of the West is whole person education. It's this idea that students aren't just here to sit in class, get some skills, graduate, and find jobs to earn a decent wage. That's very important, critical even, but it isn't the whole story. Everyone you see on campus is a whole person with a life, a family, dreams, goals, and hobbies. We recognize that going to college will change all that. It's going to have an impact, not just on what they know, but who they are as a person. Since that's the case, we want to make sure that impact is good. We want to make sure they come out of college not with just more technical knowledge and debt. That's why character is such an important part of our values. We want our students, faculty, and staff to be people of good character, strong character, and we want to give them the opportunity to improve in character while they're here. And we want to do it in such a way that respects individual and cultural differences. But what do we mean by character? We mean the collection of ideas, beliefs, principles, values, virtues, vices, and goals that make us who we are and drive our behavior. Often we go through life without giving them too much thought. We're busy buying groceries, catching the bus, working a job, caring for family. We just do. And maybe, if we think about those things at all, it's in church on Sunday or during a holiday. So the first thing we ask students to do when they get here is to think about those things for a bit, to try to articulate them, to put them down on paper, speak about them to peers and professors. Then we try to help them see how they influence their actions or not. It's not that we want to instill any prescribed set of beliefs, values, or goals. What we really want to do is make sure people have what they need to live a happy, meaningful life. We know that's hard to do if our actions don't align with our values. There's a friction there that causes a lot of discomfort, but unless we know what our values are explicitly, it's hard to act on them, to change our lives into something we find more satisfying.
You may remember Guillermo from our episode about compassion. He spoke on the differences in being nice and being compassionate, how they relate but aren't necessarily one and the same. As a freshman at University of the West, Guillermo has also noticed changes to his character this first year, when he was asked to read the Iliad and the Odyssey as part of studying the hero's journey. This process helps students understand their own transition to college as a kind of journey that can change their entire identity. I consider myself to be a strong person. I don't know about physically, but I feel like I am really strong-minded, um, emotionally strong. Like I mentioned before, I've had some experiences where I could have given up, but I chose not to because I have goals and I have plans. Have you always felt like you were a strong-minded person? No, actually no. When I feel like when the problems were, um, were how can I say this, like, were brought up, I felt like I was gonna quit because it, it was too much to handle. And then after like a few times just passed, then I got over it. And then after time passes by, I feel like I got, I could do it. Nothing's gonna make me give up. That's great. So do you feel that being here at the university has affected your character or affected the way you perceive your character? Um, recently we were reading the Odyssey. We were reading um, the, what do you call it, the Iliad? So we kind of connect like, the, like the journey, the hero's journey, to our journey, and it's a, it's a really fun class because we get to talk about like how we're feeling, how are we doing, how do we see ourselves, what do we think of ourselves, what do we see ourselves doing after college. So I think it's it's really cool because it's very different than a, like a a GE class where you have to do work and you have to like do tests and do papers and all that. Have you learned anything about yourself? Actually, um, I, I've known this, but they kind of made it like stronger in my mind because like I've been through some things that I really like always put aside and I always kept moving. But with this class, it's like they've made me realize how strong I am and how like how, how much power I have to achieve my goals and do what I have to do mm -hmm. other than putting things aside and putting excuses because this happened or this happened, I can't do it. So I feel like I became more like mindfully powerful that I could do things. Building your character doesn't happen overnight. It may take time, hard work, or just the right interaction to inspire you to focus on improving your character. While in the West, we tend to focus on the individual and then need to learn how to come into community with one another. In the East, the journey is often in the opposite direction. For Annie, whom you may remember from our talk about compassion, that means moving from a highly communal understanding of her identity to becoming more confident and assertive as an individual. Is there anything that you learned about in your own character that you struggled with? Um, I have noticed some characteristics I struggle with or that I wasn't aware of back in Taiwan, but I learned it here, um, which are assertiveness and boundary setting. Because thanks to my you know, Confucian traditional culture, um, my traditional culture values collectivism over individualism, which is the mainstream, I guess, in the American culture. So there were times at workplace or at school that I did not know how to properly respond or handle when I felt taken advantage of because I was taught to be helpful, to be generous, 
when people seek help from me, which I enjoy doing a lot. However, um, there were times where I just felt really uncomfortable and I did not know how to handle it because I don't want I don't want to be labeled as selfish or not willing to help. So that's when I started working on my capacity of self-boundary setting and assertiveness. So the professors here helped me a lot when I encountered some difficult issues at work. You know, when I started practicing as a MFT trainee or when I do have some conflicts at times with my peer co-workers. And I get to learn how to use proper communication skills, which we teach our clients and then get to do that for myself. And then it was pleasant to find um, being able to say no doesn't mean you're selfish or doesn't mean you're not willing to help people. But I, I am learning how to set healthy boundary for myself to, you know, spare myself some space and time for self-care before I can if effectively help others. Spending three years in this MFT program because, you know, studying psychology is about we really got to start everything within our self-exploration before we can go out to see a client to, you know, take care of other people's lives or help them process their own issues in their lives. So throughout this process, you have to learn a lot about yourself, right? Yes. So um, a lot of practices were done in this program regarding cultivating and exploring my own personality. So I want to say I was able to um, explore a little bit more regarding some leftover issues from my own childhood. Not necessarily, you know, trauma or really adverse experiences, but like something I never had an answer for myself. And then throughout the whole journey here, I was able to consult with the professionals here. And then I was able to reflect all of them on all the papers I have done. So that really helped me understand myself, my own journey a little bit more. I have become a person that's more resilient and that is more persevere in terms of how I want to pursue my study and my future career here versus how that's um, sophisticated or that's mature I was before. It takes character to be a whole person. Ultimately, when our students graduate, we want them to go out into the world capable not only of finding a job, but finding a happy life. That sounds grand and ambitious, but if you talk to the faculty and staff around campus, you'll find we're very sincere. The other thing that we believe quite strongly is that virtue can contribute to that happy life. Every religion and philosophy I've studied has agreed. They often emphasize slightly different virtues or different techniques to cultivate them, but they all agree that life is better when people try to do good and worse when we don't try to do good or when we harm each other. That's a fairly universal human idea. So there are some virtues we try to get across to our students, including compassion, which is one of our other institutional values. We also talk to them about other virtues, such as integrity, responsibility, wisdom, and awareness of how one's actions impact oneself in the world. Sometimes that awareness is critically important to the professions our students have chosen, like for Annie, who is studying to be a marriage and family therapist. She's very clear that it's her job, her career, her chosen life path 
to go out there and try to help people who are suffering. Another virtue we support is perseverance, which freshman students like Guillermo really need. Most of our freshmen are already really strong-minded and strong-willed, but they're not always clearly directed as Guillermo has become. Sometimes they don't really know what college is going to get them, what it can do for their lives. So we try to show them as much as we can and then support them to persevere long enough to figure it out for themselves. We don't want any student to take on debt to go to college if they're not able to persevere. Student loan debt is a huge investment in yourself, but it's also a risk. That's part of whole person education. We don't just look at the grades they're earning, but also at the goals they have, the debt they're carrying, and what kind of life they want after graduation. It's part of institutional virtue, institutional integrity, responsibility, and wisdom to do right by our students, not just as students, but as people. This is Monica Sanford, and you're listening to Journey U West, the podcast for people on a path. You heard from Fox earlier in this series. He spoke about his realization of the importance of compassion when meeting new people. But whatever the topic, this poet student always seems to find an eloquent way to put bigger picture ideas into simpler words. In this poem, Fox describes character, specifically his character. Here is a Dharma diary. I didn't come here to get discovered. I came here to reveal myself. I came here to dance with the imaginative thoughts written off by some as disorders of mental health. I didn't come here for the city lights. I came here for the sunshine. I came here to wage war with myself and turn sour grapes into delicious wine. I didn't come here for stars on sidewalks. I came for the magic at Venice. I came to pour out my creative soul and not be sorry for the label of a social menace. I didn't come here for the beach. I came for the traffic. I came because the people in each one of those cars represents a uniquely overlooked demographic. I didn't come here for liberal thinking. I came for the liberty. I came to see just how far this limb can hang and bear fruit from the rotting roots of my family tree. I didn't come here for the drum circles, but I came for the beat. I came to see myself in every face I cross walking down these overcrowded streets. I didn't come to get lost in the ever-changing hipster scene. I came to find my place and to challenge what that even means. I came because these blocks are painted in hues of the human soul. I came because compartmentalized me dies to live as a whole. I came because I couldn't not, and some of the most fulfilling actions are birthed by dangerous and daring thoughts. I came because my voice leads me and I want to follow it and see it through. I'm here because this noise is me and it wants to speak directly to you. I'm here because I want to play with the intensity of life and I think you should try to too. And I'm here because if I wasn't here, I don't know what I'd do. I'm here because I breathe. I'm here because I feel. I'm here because this is my process and this is how I heal. Sumita Thero, a Buddhist monk, had already made a long and fruitful personal journey before he came here and added a new chapter to his character. The path that I uh, was brought to this university of the West also is interesting 
because um, I was I was teaching in a university uh, in Sri Lanka. Uh, that is also for the Sangha, a community uh, university, what we call, or the Bhikshu University of Sri Lanka. And then uh, I I wanted to do my PhD. I did my studies uh, basically mostly in India, and um, so I wanted to do something. Uh, in the West, I was very interested uh, in uh, learning, exploring myself, the Western methodology, uh, which I think is very profound and very useful also. And I also found uh, uh, we as um, some uh, spiritual uh, leaders with some uh, Eastern background, uh, if we uh, work with the Western methodology, we can do much better for the benefit of the world. Mm. So that that was how I was connected to the University of the West. When I was searching online, I found this one. And it was a Buddhist university and I was actually very interested. And also some of the faculty members and all were a little familiar to me. And then I was connected with them. I, that's how I was here. <laughs> so before you came here as a student, you were a professor. Uh, yes, I was teaching in university. So then you came to be a student again. I know, <laughs> because you know, teacher is always, um, education is a lifelong process. So a teacher should be a student <laughs> forever. You should be, Flexible, you should be humble and ready to learn from anyone. So that's how I'm here. So as a professional, what do you think of our teachers? Uh, these teachers in the University of the West are very wonderful. We have uh, a wide um, variety of uh, teachers from so many different backgrounds. And uh, back in Sri Lanka, we had very Profound uh, Buddhist teachers, yes, but they belong to one uh, single school of Buddhism. That was basically Theravada Buddhism. But when I came here, I found these professors from all different backgrounds, and it was really wonderful. It really helped me a lot uh, to learn myself uh, many things about uh, different aspects of Buddhism, different schools of Buddhism, and also the American. Um, methodology, research methodology, and how they do their uh, studies really helped me. I noted that Venerable Sumita had become a leader on the U.S. campus. What was his attitude about leadership? I think leadership is such an important thing for a country, for a school, for an office, you know, wherever. A leader uh, should lead from the front, should be an exemplary character and uh, as we our university calls it the character compassion community they should have those qualities in them to be role models and uh, by uh, doing some uh, undergoing some leadership training programs here we learn uh, how to work uh, with the community how to lead uh, from the front Venerable Sumita is a man of multiple characters, a fully realized Buddhist monk, a professor, a questing student, a follower, and a leader. 
We should all aspire to a life as full as that. This edition of Journey U West was made possible by the Frederick P. Lenz Foundation for American Buddhism. The Lenz Foundation seeks to inspire the emergence of an enlightened American society through philanthropy that supports community, collaboration, and a capacity for living and working mindfully in the world. course by all the good compassionate people at University of the West, a little gem in Rosemead, California. You should consider U-West as you plan your path to higher learning. For more information, visit www.uwest.edu or call 626-571-8811. Journey U-West was produced by Good Citizen Media Group. Our theme music is The Jump by Atomic Attractions. Additional music by Guo Kyung Lee and Andy Wolf. Find the rest of our continuing conversation with U.S. students as we discuss the university's other values, compassion and community, available wherever you got this podcast. We'll talk to an international student challenged with finishing her college education, who was surprised by the financial opportunity University of the West presented her, and from a Buddhist nun struggling to practice an often overlooked element of being compassionate. Monica Sanford saying stay on the path.